Come on. Welcome, Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Chandler Bolt. Chandler, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. George, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you on. Let's go. Chandler is the CEO of Self-Publishing School. He's a member of Forbes 30 Under 30. He's a six-time author, an investor, and advisor. He is the author of his newest book, Published, From Blank Page to 10,000 Copies Sold. Chandler, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I'm a C-level English student and a college dropout with ADHD. Uh, so kind of the last person you would ever think would write books, but um, I went from someone who hated reading and hated writing um, to someone who kind of uh, really fell in love with books. And I believe that books change lives. That's why we do what we do at, at selfpublishing.com and, um, and self-publishing school. I mean, that's, that's, that's why we do what we do. So uh, we're in the, I say we're in the, we're in the business of changing lives um, through books. We've published about um, 6,000 books over the last seven years. So a lot of books published. A lot of books to go. Our mission is 100,000 books by 2035. So we've we made a lot of progress. We got a long way to go, but um, that's a little bit about me and, and big picture on the business and where we're heading, that sort of thing. I love it. So from C student to 6,000 books in seven years. That, yeah, that, that, there you that's go. Awesome. There's the hook for the interview. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Making my job easy. So what, 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 uh, did you, did you like hit your head on something and you're like, Oh my gosh, was it an epiphany? How did the switch happen? Yeah. You know, I have hit my head a few times <laughs> in my life. Um, but that wasn't it. It, I, it was, it was kind of, you know, I wrote and published a couple of books. They did decently well. I did it as kind of a, a fun side project as I was dropping out of school. And, um, then people said, Hey, how are you doing this? Uh, and it's one of those things where, you know, I just get on the phone with people for an hour for free just to be a nice person and say, Hey, you're launching a book, do this, 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 and this. And then finally that happened so often that I just kind of said, Hey, you know, I, you can only get smacked in the face so many times before you turn around and look and you turn around and look, and there's this whole line of people that won't help with that thing. So that ultimately led me to create what, what became self-publishing school. Uh, and we started helping other people publish their books. And then, that was when I realized, oh, wow, this is really powerful, like kind of what we've discovered here, and then just started doubling down. And it's just been, you know, a lot of growth since then. Yeah, yeah, I think it's super exciting. And so the the growth of the self-publishing industry, I, I, I don't know how far back that goes. It feels like it hasn't been long around for that long. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd say it's, it's been around for maybe a couple of decades, um, mm. really more than that, but, but it was just so hard. It was so difficult that no one did it. And, you know, it was kind of the backup plan. It was like, Oh, if you, you didn't, you, Oh, yourself published, you couldn't get a publishing deal. It was the thing that you did if you couldn't get a publishing deal. Right. And so now we, it really has become the preferred option for a lot of authors. Uh, and that's, you know, with the rise of Amazon, uh, we feel like we've been on kind of the cutting edge of that as well. It's just, making self-publishing more mainstream, putting the power back in the hands of authors um, so that they can keep their royalties, they can keep their IP, they can publish faster, they can publish better books. Um, and, you know, it used to be that you had to, to publish, to sell books, you had to be in bookstores, right? To be in bookstores, you had to have a publisher, to have, to have a publisher, you have to have an agent. So it's kind of like all these gatekeepers that are deciding what gets published. 
Um, and, and then with the rise of Amazon, you know, over 70% of all books are sold on Amazon and other online book retailers. And you don't need a publisher to sell or distribute there, right? So that's really kind of democratized the publishing industry and made opportunities um, for people like you and me um, who want to publish and who have something valuable to say. And so that's really been the driving force behind our mission and um, what we're doing. And so we're just trying to enable that for more people um, so that they can choose the alternate path, kind of like the Uber to the taxi industry, if you will. Yeah, well, I think it's a super powerful thing. I'm a, I'm a lover of books and consuming books. I don't know that I love reading. I love listening to books, but I guess I like reading. Anyway, what's important- Like having that, read. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it strikes me of those books that are, that are self-published on Amazon, I feel like you got a lot of people that are doing it just because they want to say they have a book published. So when I read the title of your book, 10,000 copies sold- that strikes me as maybe that's sort of the sweet spot in between just self-publishing for the sake of doing it, having mm-hmm. a literary agent and all the gatekeepers, and then self-publishing schools in the middle or yeah. somewhere. I, I like to think so. I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, I always say your self-published book shouldn't look self-published. Hmm. So don't just put out a crappy book and slap it together and put it on Amazon just because you want to have a book. I think the world doesn't need more of that. Um, but if you're intentional about it, it can be one of the best things you do to grow your business. And, and, you know, a lot of people say a book is the new business card. I think it's better than a business card because if you give someone a business card, let's be honest, they're probably going to throw it away within 24 hours. Um, if you give them a book though, they keep that book. They just might read that book. And every time they see that book, they think of you, your business and how you can help them. And so I look at how do you use the book to get more leads, sales and referrals for your business kind of specifically those three buckets. And then how do you publish a quality book that will sell more copies, sell 10,000 copies, um, and, and uh, the, that's, that's genuinely adding value uh, and solving a problem for your target audience? Love it. And I think that that's a, a, the idea that the book is the new business card, I think is, is, is a clever idea, but what you just talked about, I think is hundred percent true that it's 100% going to stick with them and they might actually read it. And it's, it's, it's nothing but a positive thing. What is, do you have a sense of, of like, it strikes me that 10,000 copies sold that's, that's a successful book. Yeah, it's a very successful book. I mean, the average self-published book sells, I want to say it's it's a hundred or less copies. I believe it. Which is just, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> not great. Uh, and 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 now granted, the you know, traditionally published books, a lot of them don't sell well either. You've got kind of it's very similar to the venture capital investing, where you've got kind of your big bucket, eight out of ten are gonna lose and not not earn back their advance, even. Then you've got one or two, you know, maybe one or two which will be, you know, base hits, singles, doubles. And then you've got maybe one out of 10 as unicorns and, and, and not always even, even that much. And that that's the model, right? Is so investor or as, um, as publishers, they're placing bets. And then if your book doesn't do well, or if the, you don't have a massive audience, they're not either not going to accept you. They're not going to give you an advance. Um, and so there's this weird thing where eight out of 10 are like, man, that sucked. And now I don't the publisher doesn't care about me or my book. And the book's not selling well. And then there's that one out of 10, the unicorn, which is like, man, that sucked. My publisher didn't do that much work. It's selling like crazy and they're making all the money. So it's kind of a, <laughs> I feel like it doesn't really create happy customers. Um, it's this thing that people n- know has been broken for a long time. 
again, similar to the taxi industry with, when Uber came along or Lyft came along. And, and, and so it's, um, our, our goal is to help people, you know, and, and so 10,000 is an aspirational goal for a lot of people. Um, and, you know, maybe you'll get there over two, three years, or maybe you'll, you'll hit it within the first few months, first couple of weeks, if you've got a real big audience and that sort of thing, and you can get behind it and have a strategic marketing plan to sell more books. I love it. So what, what should I expect or, or who should come talk to you at self-publishing school? Yeah. Um, so I'd say it, we typically help people in one of three buckets. Bucket one is someone who's dreamed about writing a book for a long time. It's part of their legacy. And they're like, I've got to do it. Um, bucket two uh, is someone who wants to make an impact with their book. And so someone who they feel like, that, Hey, this is part of, this is part of my legacy. And I, I, I just want to write this book and maybe it leads to something, maybe it doesn't. And then bucket number three, which I think this is probably a lot of people listening here is people who want to strategically use a book to grow their business. Um, and that's, that's where I think it's one of the most powerful things that you can do. And I think we're the best in the world at figuring out how, how to write a great book that gets more lead sales and referrals for your business. And so those are the people that, that where it makes sense to, to contact us or read my new book or, or that sort of thing. And then we can see how we can help. So how are you better, better than others? How are you the best in the world? Yeah, I think there's a few, few different ways. So, um, I mean, first and foremost, we help people get books done. So we save people hundreds of hours in the process. We save them thousands of dollars in the process and we help them publish a better book that sells more copies. And it's the, really the part of publishing that no one wants to touch, which is getting your manuscript finished. Everyone else says, hey, like, come to me when, you, when you've got it done and we'll publish it or we'll and come to me when you've got it done or you've got a massive audience and we, we can, you can sign a contract so, and you have to get it done. <laughs> um, and so uh, we help people like we hold them accountable. We have coaches that work with them one on one throughout the process. That's very rare. They're all best selling authors. Um, we have curriculum. We have templates. We have tools, everything that's just built to um, save people time to save people money and to help people write a better book. And so we're really good at that piece. And then secondly, I think we're just great at marketing. Um, that's, that's the, you know, we've, we've got a, a proven process um, that helps people sell more books. Now it's not a silver bullet or, uh, you know, a, a get rich quick or any of that stuff, I mean, uh, but it, but it helps increase people's odds of being successful and it helps them sell more books. And so that's the piece where we're really good at. And then, I guess maybe thirdly, it's um, I practice what I preach and we practice what we preach. So it's if you want to use a book to grow your business like that specifically and getting really tactical and this is exactly how you do it. I mean, I talk about this in my new book. There's a whole chapter on this is the how to use the book to, to your book to get more lead sales and referrals. And so that's where I think we help people strategically position that in a way that can lead to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in revenue. For me, it's millions of dollars a year in revenue from people who find my book, read my book and end up doing business with self-publishing school. Nice. So what kind of an investment are we talking about from, from a time perspective? Does it depend? Yeah, uh, it, it, it depends. It's the, it's the least favorite answer. It depends. Uh, but it, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I typically say it's, if you can give it a half an hour to an hour a day, um, you can get a draft done in 90 days to six months. Now that's every day. 
Um, and, and so, you know, that's no small time commitment, but it's a short-term investment for a long-term asset that you will literally have for the rest of your life and, and after you're off this earth. So that's how I look at it. And I did this last year to prove that it can be done at the highest level. With my newest book, I went from picking up the pen to launching in 105 days. Um, and that was, now I spent a lot more time than the hour, a half hour, hour a day, but that was, you know, running a company with 30, 40 employees, having a bunch of life stuff going on, company stuff going on and still did it just because I wanted to prove that, hey, this can be done because that's everyone's biggest excuse, right? Is either I don't have time or the timing isn't right. And so I wanted to show, hey, this this is possible. And it's not a crappy book. It's, I think it's a really great book um, and, and quality content, but it was, a short, it was definitely a short-term sacrifice. That was a tough 105 days. <laughs> um, but it's, it, I think it's worth it. Yeah. I think that that's great. And that certainly makes sense. Um, do you have a, a target length for, for, for books? Is there a sweet spot? Yeah. So there's kind of, um, it depends on the type of book. Um, and so, you know, there's kind of, if you're nonfiction, you're going to be somewhere between 30 to 60,000 words. Um, if you're do, doing kind of like a, uh, uh, a lead magnet type book that might even be as low as 15 to 30,000 words. Um, but that's the typical kind of target length um, that I recommend. I was trying to flip through pages. There's a, uh, I've got a little fancy graphic. Oh, there, nobody will be able to see this, I guess, since this is audio. Um, but it's page 57 in the new book. There's kind of like this little uh, graphic thing that shows all the, you know, children's books are shorter, novellas or fiction books are longer, obviously. And um, so that's kind of the target range. Got it. That makes sense. 30 to 60,000 words or just 15 to 30,000 if it's some kind of a lead magnet. Yeah, I could see where you could definitely get that done in, I think, 90 days, no problem. So long as you do commit to that 30 to 60 minutes a day. And totally. once you get in the rhythm, I mean, I bet, I bet fewer words get written over the past or the first three months. And the most of it, probably, even if you're doing an hour a day towards the no end doubt. that you really, really kind of in the flow of it. Yeah, no doubt. Nice. All right. And so you've got the templates and coaches and do I have to have an idea or is that something that you coach me through? Yeah, we coach people through that. So, you know, some people come to us with no ideas. Some people come to us with a very specific idea. Some people come to us with like five ideas uh, and we've got to wrangle their focus on one because we only have two rules when we're working with people. Rule number one is you can't edit while you write. We all know someone who has five perfectly written chapters in their unfinished book, hmm. right? And so you can't edit while you write. And then rule number two is you can't write more than one book at a time. And so our goal is to help people focus on one idea. Now, whether they have that when they come with us or not, or come to us or not, um, our goal is to help them focus on that one idea and then write that one idea and get that draft done. For those people who are listening, Stop trying to write two or three or four books at yes. the same time. Yes. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're the exception to that rule. Um, but spoiler alert, you're not. <laughs> um, you've got to focus on one book uh, and write that book first. And then, you know, that's the cool thing about learning how to write a book is like, it's kind of like learning how to ride a bike. Once you do it, you can keep doing it over and over and over again, but you, you, you won't know the process if you don't fully do it once. Yeah. All right. And so I get it done and then y'all help me from then. I don't want from soup, obviously from, uh, from idea iterations 
I actually write the thing. You're going to then package it up and you're going to work with me on my strategy for actually distributing the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so our, our goal is that we walk people through, um, we, we break it down in eight milestones, uh, but the final few are the production piece. And a lot, we actually do a lot of that for people. So we'll format their book. We'll create a best-selling book cover. We'll upload it to Amazon. We'll buy them an ISB and like all the kind of like that final mile of the publishing journey. That's a, a big pain. And just all these logistics, we do all that for people so that they can focus their time on writing a better book and then marketing and, and launching that book. Um, and so we walk people through that process as well and help them um, teach them to market um, and, and, and sell more copies of the book, use it to grow the business, all that good stuff. Nice. I love it. Beautiful. What have I forgotten to ask here? What is, what is another, maybe a key or two that, that people overlook or don't, don't, don't think enough about? I mean, I think the biggest, the, the hardest part is getting your rough draft done. And most people are either they don't start or they stall out before getting their rough draft done. So, so many people listening, they're probably in that bucket. They're not sure whether or not they should get started, or maybe they've started a book a few times and just weren't able to get it finished. And so really that's, that's where we focus a lot of our energy with people. Cause we know if we can just get them past that rough draft finish line, you start to see the light in the tunnel. You start to believe that this is possible. It's a lot, it's a lot downhill from there. And so that would be my maybe, um, you know, additional advice for people, or maybe even parting piece of advice would be, um, you know, is, is there, there's never a perfect time to start writing your book. You're going to have to get started before you're ready. What I would encourage you to do is as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, um, grab a blank sheet of paper, draw a circle in the middle of the page uh, and write your book idea in that, in that middle of that circle, set a timer for 15 minutes and write out everything that you can think of on that topic. So what are the life lessons that you've learned? What are the ideas you have? What are stories that you have? Again, everything that you can think of around that topic and you're going to be on your way um, to writing your book. And so, and so that's where, um, you know, that, that's milestone one in the eight milestones. I call this the more writing method. More is an acronym. It's mind map, outline, rough draft, editing. And so that mind map, that's the first step. That's where I recommend that people get started. And you'll realize you got a whole lot more that you can say in this book uh, than you probably think. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. I was going to ask you for another difference-making tip, Chandler, but I realized that that was really the one right there. So That's it. That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> well, Chandler, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with self-publishing school? Where can they get a copy of Published? Yeah. So um, two, two, probably two best paths forward. Number one is if you'd like to check out my new book, it's called Published. The Proven Path from Blank Page to 10,000 Copies Sold. Um, you can find this on Amazon. You're listening to this podcast. You're probably an audiobook person or audio content consumer. I read the audiobook. You can find it on Audible. Um, it's kind of a fun conversation. But if you'd like to get a free physical copy of the book for the first 50 listeners of this podcast that go to this link, um, I created a link um, specifically for you. So um, it's called it's publishedbook.com forward slash George. So published book, like I published a book com forward slash George, go there, no strings attached. Just tell me where to send it. You don't have to pay for anything. I'm covering all the costs. So I'll print it, pack it, ship it. That's where you can get a copy of the book. Um, and then if you're interested in working with us at self-publishing school, 
Um, you can book a call with my team at self-publishingschool.com forward slash apply. Go to that page, um, book a call with the team. We'd be happy to chat with you about your book, your goals, your next steps, and how we might be able to help. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show channel your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Get a free copy of Chandler's book published at publishedbook.com slash George. And he will print it and ship it, send it to you. I'll put that in the notes of the show. And if you are one of those many people out there with that book idea, it's trying to get out of you, but it just can't go to self-publishingschool.com slash apply and have a conversation and see if it's a good fit for you. Thanks again, Chandler. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.